hemophilia is a, a blood disease um, when my blood doesn't clot so my body doesn't produce factor eight the clotting factor and so over the years my joints has been disintegrated i actually uh, was recently in art and and i did something crazy and um my elbow and my other elbow and so basically for two weeks i struggled you know i couldn't even brass my teeth i couldn't get dressed can you believe it that the elbow can be used for so many things so it was a quite again a challenge for me and um, every day I basically facing pain and constantly have to look at where can i advance my health a little bit better like last night i was so in pain i couldn't sleep um you know and it's constantly that challenge and this is probably because i ate something yesterday that had extra impact on my joints as well and being busy so there's a lot of challenges health-wise that i face and uh, you know in 2014 i faced my first challenge of not being able to walk and i, I struggled to walk and after that you know constant struggle to be on my feet and uh, most of the times i had to use my crutches or i couldn't walk uh, for long distances so that was a big challenge in my life you know, part of that has helped me to get through all of these challenges and, and mindset-wise is uh, when I discovered walking on fire. You know, fire is amazing metaphor. You know, you walk on 500 to 600 degrees Celsius. And so if you can do that, you can do anything. You know, just to give you an example, aluminum melts at 250. With less tag, you get 30 degree burns at 150, and yet you walk over 500 to 600. So in wow. a sense, that is uh, one metaphor that has helped me in life. And that's what I talked about in the beginning. You know, when I discovered firewalking, I went to learn it. It took me two years to save the money. I went to the USA. I went to study it. Came back, and I'm like, people need firewalking. They want firewalking. I must bring this. I'm just gonna focus on firewalking. And uh, and that's I think where the branding and stuff comes in as well, in a sense, because nobody knew about me first and foremost. So why would they want to come listen to me? Secondly is it's so a new thing firewalking in south africa yet there was one or two guys that used to do firewalking a little bit in south africa but i wanted to take it to the masses and people were not like why should we walk on fire you know i don't want to and they couldn't understand and i couldn't get my right message across for them to come and walk on fire and really so i had that challenge and so i started this business and it just didn't work you know and i had to adapt it so that's the first time i had to adapt my business model to say okay just to get people to firewalk and to speak in front of them is not going to support me and my family. So, yes, you wanted to ask something. I think that's that's exactly it. I mean, how you you reminded me of a of a, of a audio I heard of Simon Sinek talking about after you know as the pandemic was in, and I think we in South Africa were sitting in 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 deep lockdown, and uh, he he said like you know these exact words are escaping me, but something around the thing of, you know, there is no um, unprecedented when it comes to business, right? There's, there's nothing unprecedented because every business owner knows that they constantly have to be pivoting. They constantly have to shift according to what's happening in their environment. So it's not unprecedented really. It's just about thinking, being flexible enough to, to see this is not working and i gotta just try something else and 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 obviously like right from the beginning you've had that so um and, and i guess i want to just lead into like how how was it i mean like this is this is how long ago said 2014 right yeah 2014 yeah so i mean that's already like six years of having to do this little this little jig all the way through and and still having to 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 work with the health 
the, the, the health part of it. Now, I mean, many people wake up in the morning and just don't feel like it. You know, they, 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 they don't have any condition. There's nothing really going wrong. Um, nobody's probably 100% healthy um, that, that they feel um, 100% all the time. But I mean, no real serious conditions that they have to manage. And so, so I mean, having to deal with that, and, and I'm sure like with people, when you wake up in a bad mood, they, they, it's tough to get your day going. With, with you, how was it like having to, having to manage these things and, and wake up with pain and probably excruciating pain and, and then still have to go out and, and, and trudge and dig like everybody else? Yeah, I mean, you know, it's about creating new habits, you know, and, and I realized it again uh, during now COVID, you know, you, one loses and that's the only thing that got me through it and kept me going, you know, um, and, and like you say, one needs to be flexible. I think that is the first thing that we all need to learn. Um, you know, one activity that I do is walking on broken glass and that is an activity that teaches you have to be flexible. Because flexibility controls the situation. And you don't have to go through the situations alone. But you also need to have follow the right process to be able to do it safely and to get to the other side. And so during this process, um, one thing that has gotten me going is meditation in the morning. So I wake up at around 4.30. It takes me half an hour on the summer to get out of bed. Five o'clock, I would go down, get myself a cup of coffee, and I will meditate for about 20 minutes, 15 to 20 minutes. And then uh, I will go for a walk. And the meditation helps just to start the day uh, afresh you know is because you're still in that waking state and so you know not being on social media and all of those platforms because you you program your your brain is so receptive in the early morning um you, because you just woke up and so mm -hmm. it's like a sponge and so one needs to be careful uh what you feed that sponge so the meditation and then i go walk you know even though i don't feel like it or if i'm in pain and the reason for that is uh, I can't do other exercises. So I can't go to the gym and um, run on a treadmill or stuff like that. So one thing that I've learned is that you need to do physical activity. You know, some would go to the gym, some would go run, but there's something about being out uh, in the air. Uh, I, I call it fresh air, but you know, that breeze in your face and just clearing your mind again to be ready for the day. And then I come back um, in the day and then, um, you know, uh, the process, yes, you probably can't see it, but um, anyway, there's a, a, a journal. So I would journal then, put my thoughts down, you know, what is some of the stresses and what is, if there is any, um, write it down so that it can flow out. And then also write uh, what I'm gra grateful for. You know, I've, I've realized that's one thing that got me through this, uh, Marlon, for the last few months is gratitude because it's, you know, especially my main business for a long time was events and training and team building. And, um, you know, and then a little bit of coaching as well. And I had to tap because suddenly the, that wasn't coming in. And I tried a lot of things. I'm still new at, let's say, webinars and Zoominars. I started doing that. And, and you know, we were on, on one of them together. I learned a lot through that. You know, um, uh, I learned that I'm not good enough yet for that. So I had to up my skill in that department. So I'm working on it. So I'm basically now giving every two weeks a webinar just to keep in that habit, just to always challenge myself to grow and to become better because I need to acquire that skill. Mm. And, um, you know, and finding new ways of how to um, change my business and my business module. And I think that is the constant 
thing that we have to go through because business is not going to be the same. Certain business areas are going to be the same and are growing. Um, but in the industry that me and you come from is we need to uh, approach it differently. And um, for me, the challenge is also is to have a purpose and a why, you know, just to uh, have my two little boys. Um, their pictures are up, up here in front of me so that I look up to every day because I'm, I want to move to Cape or, or Eastern Cape, or Western Cape side um, in the next uh, year because then I'm closer to them so that I can at least see them every second weekend or when they do sports to be close. So that is my aim at the moment. So that is why I got energized again and I pushed myself. I started an online academy, just to give you an example. Didn't know the skills I had to learn and I'm still learning. <laughs> but I'm just like, man, I'm praying and all out there. And through that, I attracted people. And, um, you know, I, I saw this and this is where I got the idea. You know, I spoke to one of my clients and that is now more than a client. At the end of the day, we became good friends. And um, when she started her business, it was all focused on um, making products to go sell at markets and to sell online. And uh, she never started doing that. Uh, business totally went to giving workshops uh, to training other people and having an online store and an online um, course. And so I realized that, you know, I wanted to be in firewalking and coaching and so forth. But to get there, I need to change the way I get to that point in the end of the day so that mm. I can enjoy what I love. And mm. I think this is a journey that we all have to. And, and one thing that has allowed me to help me is I recently, uh, you know, for a while, and I think that is the challenge sometimes. We get uh, to a point where not all of us, but most of us, that we don't need someone. We don't need a coach. We don't need anyone. I was there. I was like, no, man, I can do this. Uh, I'm not going to fork out money to pay a coach to assist me, to help me, because, you know, I can pay myself <laughs> because I am a coach. Yeah. Um, and I think, <laughs> so you know you you being uh, um, going to Olympics and stuff. You know, imagine you did that by yourself. Yeah. It's, I think it's a bigger challenge. And uh, yeah, so I, I just got money and I said, you know, this is the last money I have. I'm gonna put it on a coach, and suddenly my life transformed. Amazing. ideas it was someone that keeps me accountable and challenges me in my thought process. No, 100%. I mean, these are one of the things. I mean, you're talking about, uh, there's so much in that um, in terms of one having to pivot and test a number of things because, and then then not only learn, test, and then still adapt through that process because there's there's so much to, to, there's so much sort of input that has to go into an online course, um, uh, marketing that course, delivering that course is um, and and then the the technical background of that as well um, just just getting it up there is is also another thing um, and 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 just having to continue to like still see how can how can I still do that thing that I want to do but within the confinement of, of what I have right now and then and then push myself through and you're so right about the the level of, of, of accountability because we keep we have very poor keepers of accountability for ourselves you know having others to do it um somebody else that 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 has an invested interest in our success but knows we're not willing to put up with our excuses that we may easily give ourselves it's really awesome so so i just want to roll back a little bit because you spoke a little bit about about your routine in terms of just shifting your mind 
from the pain in the body and the maybe the just not feeling so good today to to into that level of gratitude and moving into the why and moving into a bigger purpose um, and thinking and I, I, in a way in my brain that's like thinking bigger right just going way beyond what what your current environment is telling you and going into a space where it's like you know everything is possible and then executing so so what is let's let's talk a little bit about that that that, that follow through between um between that space of you now going to go and do that walk feeling a little bit better and then then going into the next steps that you need to do i mean how do you how do you sort of how do you make that switch because it's one thing because many people many people know how to i know what to do i know i have to go and do this maybe i'll even do a meditation and then i slip straight after my meditation into complete you know complete anger and and frustration and i don't actually execute the things i just actually go back to being the person who i was just a minute ago without noticing it's all unconscious of course can can you talk a little bit about that i mean how do you sustain it is is i guess the question how do you sustain that because obviously you go through the rest of your day you start and then bam there comes frustration number one. Oh, i need to learn this oh this another thing needs to happen oh my goodness family stuff is going on all of that stuff when it starts hitting you how do you start like just moving through how do you stay gratitude in gratitude with all of that happening yeah, you know it comes down first and foremost where you need to create the discipline you know um uh, you know so, someone cha- challenged me recently and said you know just start small just start um um you know when you wake up and uh, start drinking the first thing you do is drink a glass of water and see how long you can do that and suddenly before you know um you stop doing it and because other things get important so mm. creating a habit that's the first and foremost that is important so in the beginning it takes effort you know, it's so easy to be negative. It's so easy to focus on all, all, all on the bad stuff. But doing the, the positive and creating the new habits is hard work. And, and it comes down again how badly do you want to move forward and to get to your goals. And, uh, you know, using reminders. You know, I've, my, my alarm goes off. That's why you saw I was like um, one minute before nine. I was ready to be on because my alarm went off and I can't miss this. And um, so... Uh, creating alarms, getting things to remind you to do it because otherwise uh, we're never going to forget. And then challenges happen. Now, the only way we can get uh, through this challenge is we have to go through those motions. So when something like that happens, I usually will go sit and um, sulk for those few moments and rethink and think about it. And then I will draw the line. You know, I've started creating that strategy for me. Okay, draw the line. What can I learn out of this? I can't change it. And if I can change it, what is the process that I'm going to follow to to influence it? But you know, it's like fear, you know, the, uh, the only way to conquer fear is to move through fear. The only way to conquer disappointment is to move through that disappointment. We need to feel it. We need to experience it. Mm. You know, if you're going to put it in the box somewhere, you're going to go through it and you're going to have to process it anyway, you know, so rather go through it. You know, there's a few times that I would probably, you know, feel a little bit depressed because I would compare myself to others. And I think I'm not there where they are. And then uh, I would take, give myself the afternoon off and I will go lie in bed and sleep it off and say, okay, now I give myself um, permission to feel depressed. You know, just to give you an example, so that I get it out of my system. You know, but here's the 
trick is you need to give yourself a time limit and say for the right. next four hours I'm gonna feel that. Right. That's good so that I can notice the emotions so that when it comes again so that I can go through it much quicker in the end of the day. And you know, so that's been what's working for me. And I don't say it has to work for everyone because not everyone, um, I'm an emotional person, I'm a love and connection. And so for others, it might be much quicker, you know, they can think about it, they deal with it and they're gone because they're not a, an emotional person. But for those who are more like me that are emotional, well, go through those emotions. Otherwise, you're just gonna bury it and tomorrow you're gonna face it again and then it builds and builds and builds until a point where you don't wanna face it anymore. And, um, and I think that is the one thing that has helped me is I had to realize I had to face it because example May, you know, was just um, the end of the main lockdown and I had to take my kids back. They were with me for 40 days and I had to take them back. Mm. And so giving them goodbye, yo, that was like, uh, uh, that was sore, you know, so that took me a week and you know, I gave myself a week to just do nothing and just sulk and feel it and go through that motion. So not having them close by me. And then I said, okay, it's done. I felt it, I've gone through it. Now I draw the line, okay, what is the next thing that I need to focus on? Uh, and, and for me is, is what is it we want to achieve in life? You know, I started to actually reset my goals because the goals I had for this year, it cannot be achieved this year because of lockdown. I can't now suddenly go and travel and do events around the world because that was my um, target. I need to now reassess and say, okay, I can do it next year. So what do I need to do now to line myself up to do those events? Because I believe what I have to offer is going to be in demand in the next year or two years, because people are going to have fear. They're going to have anxiety. Um, they struggle already at work during um, um, stuff, the service that I saw about people that are scared, that they don't want to go to work, that are fearful, that are anxious. So they're going to need some motivation. They're going to need some firewalking, if I have to mm -hmm. say that. Right? Yeah. So my mind is already, okay, where do I want now to be in 12 months? Redoing my goals, actually have my PowerPoint with me, doing my vision board, and, and just making sure that um, I have something to focus on. You know, if you go down to Cape Town, you have an end destination that you keep your focus on. Yes, you might take... Uh, different routes to get down there but you have to have that focus and i think that is the one thing is most people that i've talked to lately they don't have a dream or a focus you know mm. there's a young guy that i've just helped he was on he ended up being on street so his only focus now is just to survive and then, then i say to him you know he's nice and young why don't you get set yourself a goal and go to america and go work uh, on the farms there and just generate something and get out and see the world but uh, in his mind, it's not a reality. It's not possible because of where he comes from. So his only focus is he can't get it, but he just needs to survive from day and tomorrow. And mm -hmm. that's the thing. I think most of us are there. So we forget to live towards that dream and goal that we want to achieve. But to get there, we need to apply the right actions and, and, and mindset and tools today. And I think that is... And, and Marlon, and, and you can talk on this the same, you know, with you going to the Olympics. When we met... You had that goal. You needed to qualify, yeah. you know, and you got this close to qualifying. You qualified, and I remember you were hurt. You were sore. Uh, I remember you were like, "I don't know, I'm going to do this," and yeah. then you got qualified because you had that focus and goal. Yeah, yeah, no, hundred percent. Um, you're speaking, you're speaking such truths because, and and I, I just had to sort of just sit in, sit in it because there's there's many many people that. We, we, it's very easy to get stuck in the, in the things that you don't have or the things that you don't want. And, um, and, it's, and because it's like, it's right here, 
you know, I can see it, you know, I don't have the money, I don't have the, 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 the business or the car, whatever it is that you're looking for, or that you, or that you see other people have. And um, I mean, like one, one, one myth, I'm going to call it a myth, um, that for me was dispelled during um, lockdown, um, sort of this COVID, during this COVID pandemic time for me was that people don't have money. Now, this is a tricky, it's a tricky space because the, the, the pandemic itself has impacted commerce in a different way, but there is more money in the market than ever before. There's more, there's more money circulating, right? So the, while, while things, while certain things were stopped, there's a lot of other places that started and, 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 and there was this, 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 uh, this, this mindset, and I was definitely one of those people that was sitting with that mindset that, that people don't have the money to spend. They're losing their jobs. And while all of that is true, it did not, it's not actually also true. The opposite is also true. People are spending more now than ever. I'm, I'm like, not ever, but I don't have the stats either. But what I'm looking at and what I'm realizing is that people are still spending. They still have to spend. And now it's just about where am I going to be the, the person that's going to help them get what they want so that they can spend their money with me? Or am I going to be the one that's just going to sit there and say, oh, people don't have money. I shouldn't, you know, I, I have to just completely either reduce my prices or, or not. So it was funny during, during lockdown, my prices started going up um, like over the course of lockdown, because first I had this, this perception and then because obviously the more of the attention was going towards digital and towards digital services slowly started increasing my pricing during that time. Um, and, and I started noticing, wait, hold on, people are willing to pay for these things, whether they, whether they pay these things, um, whether they're using their last bit of money or whatever, but they're willing to pay for it, you know, and, 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 and that, so, so it's really, um, so what I'm saying is what you're talking about is so true. Um, and really it's about how we think about things, how we, how we um, sort of frame our mindsets around these things and what are we focused on at the end of the day? What do we want? Because um, for many of us, it's not very, very clear. Yeah. The other thing that I also want to mention is you need to be willing to take the risk. Yeah, you might say that uh, yeah, I would rather have people pay me more uh, because then it's a quality client that you get at the end of the day someone that's willing to do the steps. Yeah. But also as a, an entrepreneur, as a business, we need to take risks. I had to take risks on hiring someone again uh, because I told myself I have 30 days to pay her. So it put some uh, fire underneath my um, ass cool. to, to get cool. up and going. Um, I started doing marketing again online. I, I just um, closed my eyes and I put money on it and say, you know, okay, now it needs to work. I need to make it work. So taking that risk because I spoke to someone else the other day. I have all of these excuses of not having money to spend on marketing and get themselves out there. And I think people are going to come to them, you know, but at the end of the day, you have to take action. If you can't spend money, but you have this, this phone in the end of the day, you can phone people, you know, if that takes what it takes for you to get business, then you phone people. But yeah. you need to be willing to do whatever it takes. And most guys are not willing to do it because they have an excuse. Then I say, then you're not, then you don't want it. You know, I am not a phone person. 
And so I had to learn to do it. You know, at one point I started saying yes for everything. You know, like now, you know, and when we finish after this, I have another Zoom and another Zoom until about five o'clock this uh, afternoon and then a break and then at seven o'clock again. So I've been packing my stuff and it's like 30 to 40 minutes session with people that are interested. And why I keep still doing it? Because I'm looking for the diamonds in the rough. I don't say yes now for everyone because I did say a month, two months ago, I said yes to everyone and I was packing myself and helping everyone. And then I realized I'm just um, helping a bottomless pit where yeah. people don't, they want the help, but they also don't want the help. They just want a place to, and then I realized, no, rather let me see all of these people, talk to them and give them an option and, and then decide if they are, because in a talk like this, you quickly can notice by asking the right questions, is this going to be the ideal client, especially that as they are in the servicing industry? Um, that I want to deal with yeah. because I'm looking, I'm looking for those diamonds that are going to put in the effort that it's going to challenge me, but I'm going to challenge them and we're going to go apart. And that, that also brings fire underneath my ass and burning that the burning desire from man, I need to perform. And that's what I love. But for those who have to leak, come on, why aren't you doing this? And, uh, and I, I can't do that anymore. And I, and I did it for two months now. You know, like you, you, so, so you're, you're in the service business and, 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 you know, with those clients out there that expect you to do every, I mean, let's put quote unquote everything. Okay. So, so how do you, how do you, how do you sort of deal with that? Um, in terms of when you're looking at your clientele, who to choose, who not to choose. I mean, you mentioned some things you said, like, is this the right person, but what is the right person for you, for people, especially that let's just say, um, I'm, 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 my business is not doing so well. You know, I need the clients. Um, you know, how would you suggest someone actually goes through that? Yeah, I mean, I, I, picky, you know, how am I going to do this? Yeah, you know, uh, well, you're going to learn your lessons. You know, I, I had to let go, even though it was hard for me, and I need the cash flow. But there's um, two clients I had to let go now and said, I'm not going to go on. And the reason for that, it, it was just draining my energy. And uh, I just, yeah, you know, getting it, it wasn't fun. You know, you know, you one needs to weigh up, is it worth the money? You know, are you doing it for money or are you doing it for the passion? And I had to realize, you know, I, I can't just do it for the money. I'm not a money person. You know, I know the money t- turns the world around, but I have a, a faith in my, uh, my, my maker and I believe he will send me the right people. And so through the few wrong frogs that you kiss, you, you find your princess and princesses that becomes your top clients, that becomes your raving fans. Because through them now, um, the one client introduced me to two other people that became my clients because of his introduction. And because he's the kind of person that just also surrounds him with good people. So suddenly they were also great clients. Mm. And, and I think that is the one thing is give an immaginable service or that is the, that is the word but amazing yeah to that one person because they tell you to other people you say you need to get covered he is the best and he's not that cheap he's gonna be you're gonna cost him but it's worth every penny then you also can get in charge for what you want because you know by upping your price you sort of cut also out a lot of the market that is gonna have that excuse not paying but if they are not willing to get the money to pay and have their excuses, where else in their life are they going to have the excuses and uh, to do the same when you challenge them? And then through that, the process comes. Then I don't mind that client phoning me every day for advice because I know that they're paying for my service. 
Yeah. You know? And then I love what I do because they want to grow. They're challenging because I don't know what to do. Please do this. Help me with it. And so, yeah, that becomes a, a two-way street. It actually fires me up. So I think it comes down to the question is the moment you realize your clients drain your energy and then you need to weigh up, is it worth the money? Am I selling my soul out for the money just to be happy in that way? And then you don't become happy. And so, and I think that is the one thing that I, I want to say is it becomes a learning process because once you get those wrong clients, you're going to notice in the future, this is what I have to look out for to be able to decide it. Because the one thing that I do that most people don't probably do, or, you know, in the online industry, I do do it. I give a money back guarantee, you know, after three months, four months, we sit down and look at the, 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 the targets we set and what you had to achieve. And, and I'll give you money back if you didn't achieve your targets, but with the T's and C's are, the whole process you had to apply everything so if yeah. i say you need to cold call 10 people a day and you didn't do it then it's not my fault then you yeah. didn't apply what we set out to apply because i know and like you know these strategies do work yeah. if you put into it yeah yeah there was there was an element in there that i'm not sure it really came through and and you mentioned it like sort of as you started it and it was around sort of first trying and trying and trying so you so you first you said yes to everything right so you said yes 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 i'm taking it on and then there's a distinction that started to be made because you stopped because you were very clear on who you are and when you started to say okay wait this is not me this doesn't really work you started moving things off your plate saying this is actually where i'm going to focus this is where i'm going to put all my energy because we also only have a limited amount of time in the day we have a limited amount of energy to give for that time right so because there's got to be time that i mean it's interesting during lockdown i met a lot of different people doctors i spoke to a lot of doctors um doctors industry was really really hard hit as well by the by the by the lockdown and by the pandemic as such and 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 many doctors were losing their practices and and some of them i was speaking to um they they were they were specifically telling me about the 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 impact of stress right and 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 stress just around with the the way we live today is is crazy so what's what's happening is that people are so stressed out that they're working like almost 24/7 and constantly on this cortisol high i'm going to call it and burnout that that they end up that they end up like they, 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 they burn out very fast. And, and this, this thing of having to work overwork doesn't work. And it seems like, like that's something that you started to notice because you were draining energy. Maybe I'm not even sure how your work hours were with, with what you were doing, but what it was seeming to me was like, you're, you're taking on all this stuff. You're like, yes, 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 yes. Cause I need to get the money. I need to get, make this work. And then it's like, Oh, wait, hold on. Stop. This is not working for me. This is not working for me. I'm going to move this off my plate. I'm going to focus in this area and I'm going to be taken care of. There's, like, there's, there's this element of just like, whew, and just- Well, I burned out. I did burn out because of all of the yeses and I realized it quickly. And I took off two, uh, 10 days to just recalibrate um, and to realize that I'm burning out and because of it. And, and I had to reassess um, where am I going and who am I allowing in my life because 
I work until 12, 1 o'clock. I would have uh, Zoom calls at 8, 30, 9 o'clock because the guys are working in the day. So they say the only time they can speak is after that dinner and stuff. So I would stay up till that late and it just, it just drained me. Mm -hmm. So now I go to bed at 9, 10 o'clock at night. You know, previously I would go 12, 1 o'clock, wake up at 4, 5 o'clock. And, and I realized, you know, um, sawing a documentary about sleep, how important sleep is for you and to be at the optimal state. So I just make sure during the day I do what I need to do yeah. and then I rest because, you know, you have to get that balance. Yes, we need to hustle and we need to put all of this effort and energy in, but we need to also have a balance because that just, uh, you know, it's, it's more than just hustling. It's more about enjoying what we do. You know, and, and one thing that um, you, you said that I had this one client that I had to quickly realize, um, I, I do also interviews with people and I have the, like a, a small masterclass and getting people on. And so this lady couldn't decide and things and then so I get her to join this class and she didn't like to speak. She kept on sending me a message, he's full of his ego, I rather would be poor than to listen to this guy. And then I realized this is not the clients that I want, that rather would want to be poor than not to be open to learn from someone else. Yeah. And I think that yeah. is the other thing is, is that openness to learning and say, okay, what is the golden nuggets I can get out of each session so that I can go apply? And I think that is the same for people that are listening to us. Mm -hmm. They might not, how uh, um, 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 can I say, connect with who I am. But what I say, there might be one or two, maybe three nuggets of what we just talked about, that if they go take it, that it will be a difference in their life in the end of the day. 100%. 100%. Oh, Kovas, thank you so much. This is, this, so, so what do you, so you're doing, so you're saying you, you got, you got online courses, masterclasses and stuff like that. What, what are you doing like right now? Are you, are you involved in a few things? Yeah. So what I'm currently doing is, um, I have an online course. Um, you know, I started selling it before I had any content awesome. and now I build the content yes, as I go on. And part of it is every week there's a, 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 like a sort of master class where I get people in and I want to ask you as well to be on the next one if you have the time. Uh, we, I get people, it's called the Euro Experts Academy, it's to get experts in their field to come and share uh, for these entrepreneurs what they need in their life and to promote. And that will then help us to uh, them to move forward. So they get that as an extra on because of all of the content not being on the academy yet. So I sell people into that, uh, being part of that family. And then from there on, um, I would get then my one-on-one -on -one clients. So it's basically the process where um, I work on you on a personal level. Either see you every two weeks or on a weekly basis, you know, check in and, and working on your, uh, your plan. Then out of that, um, you know, it, it will lead, depends on, on your company and, and uh, if you have a team to do um, team strategy with your business and, and uh, a marketing strategy, what everyone needs to do. Right. And that's the one thing, you know, is I, I don't do all of this stuff myself. You have to do it. And I'm here to kind of, I'm more like a mentor. You know, uh, there's a difference um, uh, between a mentor and, and like a consultant. A consultant comes in and, and does it with you and chases with you the, the targets. You know, like a coach, they, they constantly wear I'm as a mentor and say, this is what you need. This is the strategy and you go out. And that's why I work with certain um, individuals that are willing to put in the work, that are willing to upskill and learn um, themselves and get their things on it. And that's why I created the academy so that they can get their things on it to learn the goals and to learn the strategies 
and so forth. So that is my main focus. But luckily now with uh, things opening up, um, um, I've already had a few quotes for events where I do strategy session with a team building at the end of the day. So it looks like that side is kicking off as well. So that is my main areas that I'm focusing on at the moment. Yeah, that's cool. Awesome, awesome stuff. By the way, I love, I love the idea of having to sell something before it actually exists. Um, most, many people go out and build this grandiose product that I'm going to go and sell that nobody buys. You know, you invest all this time, money and energy into it and nobody buys it. So, so it's so much better to see what do you want and let me tailor it according to the needs that you have. I think that's really well, awesome. It's like um, someone that you also know, Krupa. Yeah. Um, she procrastinates a lot. So I challenged her and said, let's sell your online course. Yeah, but people will not go buy it and I don't have the course. I said, let's sell it and say you're going to launch in a month's time. And suddenly the sales came in and the pressure built. And so she launched it and she only launched enough for a week. And then every week she would upload. I think she's finishing this week with the, the online content. But yeah, she sold it and then, wow, okay, people really want it. So I now need to create. And exactly. so that is the one thing. It's the same if you want to write a book, you know, sell the concept of the book first and tell people I'm launching it in six months. And then you, yeah. you give yourself time to write the book. No, 100%, 100%. That's awesome. Yeah, thanks, Corvus, man. It was really inspiring listening to you, um, talking to you, and I look forward to connecting and, and, and doing some more things together. 100%. Thank you for the opportunity, Marlon. I really appreciate your time. Thanks a lot, man. Have a great one. Thank you.